Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Tal- uh, California Togate Podcast. I'm Derek, you know, the driver of NB2 Miata. Of course, with me today, I also have uh, Travis, a uh, driver of an NA Miata, and Nero here with a brand new NC uh, Miata. 1982 NC Miata. 1982 NC Miata, that's right. Yeah, it's a pre production model. Yeah. Yeah. Hers uh, even came with a German engine in it. Yeah, it came with a uh, S85. That was when they were, they, were, they were, you know, messing around with their straight sixes, Mazda. Yeah. You, you know, know, the straight sixes yeah. they're known for. Yeah, that's uh, what Mazda's known for. They're excellent straight sixes. Mm-hmm. But uh, tonight's episode uh, got another week, another crash to report on. And, of course, later we're going to talk about a little bit of news. But first off, let's go ahead um, on Friday night. Uh, GMR, something uh, spectacular happened. So there's a guy who used to come to uh, our group's meets known as Tyler, and he drives an S2000. And I, I don't remember why he left the group. It was like some drama, but so he showed up at GMR the same night we were there. And, you know, he pulls up. He had said in our Discord, oh, yeah, you know, you guys do me a huge favor and don't crash on backside tonight. All right, they just... But then he talks a lot of shit on the Discord. He always pops in. He's like, "Has anyone crashed lately?" Let me <laughs> laugh at some people that crash. I mean, he knew crashes. I mean, that's a good pastime, frankly. It is, but mm-hmm. I mean, he says it like a douche. We have killed this. So just look at that. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, uh, I I don't pay attention to the Discord drama, especially. Uh, Honestly, MT. I didn't even know that was Tyler. I thought that was like because there was a guy with a similar name that had a Mazda three. Oh really? I thought that was oh. The point was though, so you know, him and his friend. It's like they're from an they're they're from like the same website our group originates from, but they've been there a lot longer, and they kind of look down on our group because you know we kind of have a history of crashing. I mean, I guess me and Travis haven't really crashed into something, although Derek has. <laughs> I haven't uh, the car. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes in life you just get into one crash then another crash and. Sometimes you just crash a lot. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes like you're you're on Windows Vista in real life, you know. <laughs> shit, guys, I'm black. Oh shit. Uh, no, my no, controller no, disconnected. No, <laughs> no, it was, it was lag in the steering, man. It was just a uh, no three hundred ping right there. But what happened was, so I, I got a new car, as you guys know, and I was. Testing it out. It's not really a Miata. It's a fucking E24 633 CSI. And, you know, it's kind of a boat. The shocks on the front are shot. But I wanted to see just how it would do on the on the canyons. But I wasn't going very fast. So I said to everyone, don't follow me. I'm going to go down backside. So naturally, everyone follows me. <laughs> so everyone follows me. Tyler's behind them. We get to the bottom and I pull over. Tyler says something like, Oh, yeah, is that the best you guys can do? That's fucking lame, dude. Ugh. Fucking, he goes past you. He's like, I'm going to go up in front. I'm going to fucking fly. Some yeah, so like then that. so then he goes out in front, and Han follows him. And to be fair, uh, Han Han got lost behind him. I mean, like, there, there was, he couldn't see him anymore. Tyler was going a lot faster. Han says, you know, oh, I lost momentum because he breaks too early. And then Tess says Han was going slow. But that's not the point. So Tyler did get quite a bit ahead, but then Han comes up on him, and he wrecked. He, he slammed the front right of his car into a stone wall. 
bent the whole body, fucking door whole thing's hit total. itself. Ripped the front suspension out, shattered the wheel. I collected a piece of it as a souvenir. Uh, he's all right. Um, well, that's good to hear that he's still alive, at least. Unit body's destroyed. Definitely not something that I can imagine fixing unless someone was really committed to it. No, it's no. the body's just... It's pretty much bent once. Yeah. It, it's fucked. But, yeah, it's it, it's not good news. Waited for the tow truck. He got picked up and everything. But it was funny because, you know, he was talking shit, and then this happened. And, again, I'm... I'm he he's been he's a fast driver, but you know you have just, to be fast and not crash. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to go for all out. I mean, you fucking we're just driving in the group, you know, maybe a bit fast, but you yeah, fucking reminder, yeah. listeners, that we are not a racing group whatsoever. We just like to drive for fun, and we do not condone any illegal activities of any kind. So please, uh, no, Google, give me AdSense already. No, quit rejecting me. It's not because, okay, the reason that Google... Maybe we should be more friendly. friendly. The reason that Google won't give us AdSense is because we say faggot. Well, I mean, that's just... That's the term of endearment here in California. That's uh, how you greet someone in West Hollywood. That's just normal. You're so faggot. That's kind of true. (laughs) But, no, uh, continue on. uh, And, man, I do do Postmates, and I always say, hey, faggot, when I walk (laughs) through the door, and then I don't get any tips. Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's uh, it's so bigoted of them. They should you know, tip you like, you know, fifty percent right there off of. Yeah, I might as well tip fifty percent. They're spending so much money on fucking milkshake. <laughs> yeah, twelve dollar milk, twelve dollar milkshake. But Postmates, they charge like these fees and everything. But what they don't tell you is that their menu prices in the app are double what they are at the actual restaurant. Yeah, that's funny. They just pocket it. Uh, when I first uh, I did Postmates too. I did it when they actually delivered other things besides just food i don't even know you can order anything not food related you can can? okay so like my very first pickup was actually buying jumper cables from AutoZone. but when i first did postmates they always said like put the receipt in the bag to give to the customers that was like a number one rule that they told us and eventually down the line no postmates had to change your business practices to make money or pay their drivers or whatever because back then, uh, yeah, pay, yeah, pay, air quotes, I'm doing finger things here, right here, I'm trying to do it into the mic, but yes, uh, pay more of their drivers because the delivery fees actually used to be much higher than they are right now. We got at least five bucks if it was like, you know, a block away or something. Yeah, I mean, you see, like, they have those, you know, $100 in free delivery. Things. Yeah. You wonder how they, you know, how they're still in business doing that shit. Yeah, you, you know why, it's because they double charge you on shit. Yeah, so there was eventually a point where Postmates kind of switched over to that markup thing to, I guess, uh, you know, shallow or narrow the gap in their pay. And like, I talking to one of the restaurants orders doing delivery, he actually told me he's like, don't you no know, give the receipt to the customers. I, I like kind of argued back, oh, but the Postmates told me said they always said put the receipts in the bag. So in the end, I really didn't give a shit. So I just kind of threw the receipt away, but whatever. But uh, I never really got a bad rating after that. But I was kind of near the end where I started actually like doing it a lot less. But yeah, I know the Postmates continued bullshit. I still get like checks from settlements from Postmates because they do a lot of shady shit. Yeah, there's a lot of like class action lawsuits going on. I guess. And I just want to finish up on the whole Tyler crash thing. Yeah, I mean, of course. Look, I-, I know the guy. He's a pretty cool guy most of the time. It's sad that he crashed. However, you know. Everyone's going slow because I told you guys not to follow me. I'm in an 80s land barge. 
that I just this is my first time <clears throat> even driving it on a canyon. Yeah, what do you expect? It's like if you're gonna trash talk the whole group because I'm cruising in this thing, then then I guess it's kind of you know what you get. Yeah, a trash talk and a crash. Yeah, that's what really gets me is that he was trash talking right before the crash, and and that's just I don't know karmatic in a way, but I'm not exactly sure. But the thing is, uh, with those uh, kind of crashes and those kind of situations, I mean, the whole point is we're all trying to have fun up there just driving. It doesn't matter if you're fast or slow, you're just enjoying the road. I mean, the last time I went to GMR, which, again, there was a crash there too, I was actually behind a Fiat 500, actually in the back, and, uh, yeah, behind a uh, pain over there, you know. Uh, I was just kind of cruising. I didn't even plan to like go fast at all. I even had my air conditioning uh, on the whole time, and yeah. My air conditioning on when I go fast. Really? <laughs> I get too hot in my car otherwise. No, uh, like when I do a run, I always turn it off. You do? Yeah, I, I always I, do. I, I'm like full AC, <laughs> redlining the Vic all the way up ACH for half an hour. The only way I would ever turn it off is if I'm chasing someone and I want to fucking stay on their ass because it does sap like 30% of power. I would definitely turn really it like off if I got too cold. Yeah, I don't really care about the zero to the sixty time. Oh well, I mean, we have a I, I guess I'm the only one because I always turn it off even when I'm just not even doing like a serious run, just a kind of a run. And by the end of the run, yeah, I'm like drenched in yeah, sweat. Yeah, if I, if I have the AC on, dude, I'm like fucking holy shit. I'm fucking like a squid. I don't know. Uh, there's a thing with my Miata, like when it starts engine braking with the AC on, it makes this really weird noise, uh, but only with the AC on. It, Oh, I know the noise you're talking about. My car just makes a high-pitched noise at high, all RPMs now, at higher RPMs. Like, oh, have you changed the oil yet? <laughs> well, yeah. that has nothing to do with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you motherfucker, change goddamn oil. Yeah, yeah. Only, it's all, I think I'm on some... Change I'm on the oil. Some, I'm only on some, now. like, 6,000 miles. <laughs> Leave. Change the oil. It, the, that oil's good for 10,000 miles. <laughs> no, it's not. T6, I would recommend it to any old Miata owner. It is very good oil. It has fine. additives. It's diesel oil. Uh, I mean, it's diesel oil, but it works in petrol and uh, gasoline engines. Yeah, your car's going to be blowing smoke like a diesel pretty soon if you keep not changing the oil. That's nothing to do with it. I need, I need to grease my clutch fork, and then I need... Oh, yeah. I think it has something to do with... Got to uh, grease his clutch fork. <laughs> That's more important than the oil. Well, I actually have grease. No, but I think it's like an exhaust thing, that high-pitched noise. It's really annoying. The thing there's, is... There's um, no solutions for it, I found my car also, uh, my Miata also makes a high pitch noise, but I only did it after I changed the alternator. That's on the it. engine, dude. Yeah, I mean. That's just a four cylinder. <laughs> I mean, it only did it after I changed the alternator. I know it's an alternator making this winding noise. It actually kind of sounds like a. Is it all the time? No, only around between 3,000 and 3,300 RPMs. Oh, mine is like, it has to be above 4,000 ish. But you have to be like seventy percent or more on throttle. Yeah, it's a weird ass sound. Yeah, uh, it's only around three thousand, and, and it's not. It's more prominent with the AC on, but with it off, or this, you can barely hear it. Is it OEM? No, it's aftermarket. I got like same same power. Yeah, same power, same wattage, and uh, amps, and all Did you that. Get that. Change when you uh, blew your engine. No, no, I changed it. Uh, actually, when uh, Nero here got rolled, he like didn't really blow his engine. Well, yeah, his core yeah. hoses fell out on the freeway and it's, it overheated. I don't think that counts as blowing your engine. Uh, when you killed your engine. <laughs> blowing your engine is like when, when you're fucking shifting third at, at 80 miles per hour. Again, something that shouldn't happen, but there's cars that can do third. There's cars that can do 80 at third. Yeah, like there's cars Victoria, the ultimate vehicle. 
I think mine can do uh, 80 at third. Like, it bounces off the red line, but it can do round 70, I know, for I got up there. I don't know. I don't, I don't have a speedometer in my car. The fucking the cable is snapped. <laughs> First, you piece of shit, and you complain about your car. Oh, nuclear is, sucks. And then you don't change the oil, and the speed on, you don't fix the speedometer. Cable. The speedometer cable is $100, and I need new wheels. Yeah, you want know You need $100 to fix your speedometer cable as well. After I do the wheel, look, I need wheels, I need roll bar because people keep fucking flipping. <laughs> I need. Just oh, how do you don't flip? Yeah, I need a hard top. You just don't flip, dude. Don't flip. I don't think a, like a hard top will save you from a roll. I'm not saying, I'm not saying. I just want to, I want to fuck that thing up with stickers. Yes. Like, why you put stickers? Like, Ermay Miata, I only have one sticker. Well, I want a hard top so I can tint my windows. You yeah, I mean my back window on my car top is made out of plastic actually, not real you no know, glass or anything. That's fine as long as it doesn't like fog up. Uh it fogs up in the morning, but honestly it's right behind me. I have a cloth is like my this. My real problem is people trying to sell shitty hard tops for a thousand dollars. Yeah, it, past six months on Craigslist, I haven't seen one drop below a thousand dollars. Yeah, you know I mean my hard top it's a uh, fiberglass is aftermarket. It's the exact same spec as an OEM. It's just you no know, made hard. by a different car uh hard top is? Yeah, the hard top. Oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's OEM spec, like same design, but just made by different company. Mazda still sells new hard tops, but if they're I, twenty twenty three hundred dollars I think. Really? It's actually the same price as the aftermarket ones these days. Well, aftermarket ones are actually sometimes cheaper. It's yeah, my, shipping where it gets you. Yeah, the shipping, like, see, I got my hardtop actually uh, somewhere in commerce, like a uh, local LA area. Oh, yeah, I have to talk to you about that later. Yeah, uh, I got it, I found it on Craigslist, but I got it for 1400 total. It's not bad. How much was the painting? Uh, painted uh, almost four hundred and fifty, but I also had him paint the rear, the front bumper too, because that was completely messed up. I the mean, moment when a Miata hardtop costs the same amount as an E twenty four. So the, it looked fine with the black hardtop for a little while. Well, you're, look, yours, it's, dude, black your car looks great. Dude. Black hardtops look really good if you paint the the like the front window, like sides black too. It looks great yeah. if your car is black. It looks great. No, it, it, it looks. Miata, it it doesn't look good on mermaid blue, but it, looks it probably looked good on a green. Money, <laughs> go blue. I think would look really good. Blue, M eight blue. M eight. You can uh, go to like your AutoZone, request M eight, fix it on your hand, let it dry, and you'll see that it's actually blue. No, <laughs> but let it look. Thing is, right? If I got a Miata, I probably would leave it soft top because well, that's that's totally the, gay. The, the, the real problem is, I would I love the soft top. I love I wouldn't even put it up. I just park the car in the garage. The heart, the soft top would never even come up. You wouldn't know it was nice. there. I could just take it off. See, you don't got a garage. I don't got a garage. Yeah, I don't got a garage. No, well, I don't have a garage either because my good car's in it. <laughs> I mean, I. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, I just don't like convertibles in general. That's totally just a boomer thing. Oh, I, like I hate convertibles, so I bought a Miata. <laughs> I, I mean, I, See, I, this I, is why you guys are dumb. <laughs> no, I mean, okay? like, the Miata was the perfect car for my taste, except the convertible part. That's why I bought the hardtop for I it. Put, at least I put my top on 
Yeah. Dude, Only because you, I said to put it down, and then you realized it was nice. It's so. It's, it feels so. It feels so dangerous with it down. Even if you don't, because you don't have a roll bar, it just it feels like you know. Yeah, it kind of does with it. You Man. said it made him feel more comfortable. I don't know why that is. I mean, even with my hardtop, uh, it's not like, he, it's not like he's compacting, man. It's not like he's. <laughs> like, if you start to flip, I'm just gonna like sink down like this, like yeah. slide forward so that my head is like below the top of the seat, and then I'll live. <laughs> you just see my head smash. Yeah, uh, the the problem is like view, uh, listeners, I'm like six one. So even roll bars, I'm pretty sure my top of my head will still peak. He's over. taller than you, isn't he? Travis? Me, I'm six foot tall. Yeah, um, I'm six one well, barely, so I'm like well, barely. Yadas, all, it matters how long your legs are and your torso is on the Yadas. You could be like six five and fit on the Yadas fine. Yeah. Or it, you could be five nine and then you, you know, really do have the seat. Like no, the seats help. No, yeah, definitely, but uh Travis, right, just wanted you're six feet tall. Can you heel toe easily in your Miata? Just fine. Just fine? Yeah, with my driving Merrells. Okay, guys. Uh, sponsorship by Merrells. I would recommend Merrells for any driving needs. What is Merrells? Merrells are an amazing driving shoe. Very cheap. Under $100. Uh, I've been using them. They're really wide. They're good. Okay, uh, guys. Leave in the comments. So what do you think I am? When you flip your car, the Merrells, they're ready for hiking. <laughs> Out of the cliffs. Oh, see, that's where I have you beat. See, I wear Doc Martin's boots. So, full-on boots right here, you know, with my driving boots. Good for hiking, good, good for uh, Miata driving. Yeah, Unfortunately, you know, I wear, like, size you know, 11 and a half, so heel-toeing for me is actually kind of hard. So, I have to use my fat end of my foot to kind of roll. I don't heel-toe, heel-toe. Oh, yeah, that's exactly, I thought you meant, like, literal heel-toeing. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. Dude, you see people, like, that do literal heel-toeing? Like, you can tell they're trying so hard. Like, there's people that can do it just fine and it doesn't look hard. But then you see, like, some fucker has a foot cam in their thing. And they're trying so hard, they're, like, fucking rolling their ankle. <laughs> fucking jabbing that shit. Yeah, I understand it. The thing is, I could actually properly do the heel toe in my Sonic because I actually have plenty of leg room to do so. But I can't do that in my Miata, so I have to use my fat end of my foot I mean, to, like, that, roll it. All that matters is that you can downshift. No, yeah, downshift, rev match. That's the. That's all that matters. It doesn't yeah. matter how you do it. You could use, you could use your fucking uh, palm of your foot <laughs> and the heel of your toe on the brakes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, you can do it. as long as the uh, listeners that you properly rev matches, not you no, know, you don't need to rev match just to drive fast, but it's also you know healthier for your engine too. When, at least when you're driving a stick, as you should, right? Everyone here should be driving a stick. Convictorias don't come in sticks, so obviously stick is worse. Now, I mean, my, my, the car I plan on getting, you know, I don't know, I'm not going to say it, but it's only automatic. Uh, it's going to be based. Well, oh. so it's going to be a ground vehicle. Here's here's one. Yeah, Derek, do you know the feeling like when you drive a manual transmission car? Mm -hmm. It's like not a sports car. It's like an uncharacteristic vehicle to have a manual. Yeah, like I I driven a Kia Soul. Yeah. There's something satisfying about it. like have like a Chevy Sonic that's manual or like my six series BMW being manual. Like it's just it's just cool. Like you wouldn't expect to see those cars with that kind of transmission. Yeah, I mean driving a manual to me is a lot more engaging with the car and well driving in general because you no know, you feel like you're definitely more in control you are paying more attention to your situation awareness you no know, when you're automatic you your brain also kind of 
goes in automatic is the best way I can describe it. I think it really depends on the car because new automatics are pretty fucking good and the future is going to be dual clutch. Yeah, uh, I mean, feeling fast and actually going fast are two different things. Like, fucking a Porsche 911 can go fucking, it feels slow as shit, but you're going faster than a Miata would. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, the when it comes to cars, I think feeling fast also plays important. I mean, why the fuck else Why are we driving Miatas? Because uh, it feels like we're driving fast, right? Well, I've gotten kind of used to the speed uh, of mm-hmm. driving fast, but... Like, well, driving fast in a Miata. Driving fast in a Miata is fucking slow in other cars. Yeah. I can yeah. disagree with, like, the assertion that your brain goes into automatic when you're driving an automatic. Because here's my thing, right? Mm-hmm. I learned to drive in an automatic. I only learned manual because I was interested. I think a lot of people learned in automatic, too. No, the me. Is, I learn how to drive and stick first before I touch an automatic. Well, this is why this guy's trying hard. Yeah, no, fuck you. No, manual is better because it does keep you more engaged into the track. I disagree, though. That's, what, I disagree. No, well, why is that? Because uh, for me, when I drive manual, the fact I have to think about what gear I want to be in. That's just look, I know, I know. Let's put, I'm going to say, full, full, just straight up, this is due to a personal like kind of uh, flaw. But when I'm driving automatic, I feel like I can fully focus on my throttle control and braking control and... And, and steering. But when I'm in manual, I kind of have to add another factor in there. And for me, that makes it so that I'm actually less focused on what I'm looking at in front of me. You know, commuter car automatics are good and all until you're on the 33 and <laughs> the car decides to shift gears and you fucking almost spin well, out here's the off thing. a cliff. You keep saying that was because my transmission shifted. That is obviously it, because it <laughs> you hear it in the video, your transmission shifts and you lose the if rear end. If you watch the video, it's like two seconds between me losing the rear end. Oh, it's not. And the transition shifted. That's just how shifted. slow it is to shift. No. Look, regardless of, of that, I, I, it's not like it crashed. Well, I mean, no, you didn't. It was a pretty <coughs> epic fucking save. The, I'm just saying, for me, personally, at this stage, I'm not completely, you know, it's not natural completely for me to drive manual yet. So I can pay better attention to the road when I'm in an automatic. Well, okay, so I can definitely understand that perspective because I, when I first learned how to drive, when uh, like, oh, 15 years, over 15 or over years ago, no, wow. I'm I'm fucking old. Fucking Yeah, I'm older than you two. So I learned first how to drive stick before I even touch an automatic. And my first car was an automatic. It was a Mercury Mystique, and I absolutely hated that piece of shit. Well, that's because that car sucks dick and ass. Yeah, it sucks in the ass dicks, and that's definitely something it does. Because I spun out twice in that thing, actually. Look up a Mercury Mystique on Google Images, guys. Um, yeah. Piece of shit shows up. It's the ugliest fucking car. Like, seriously, I think that car is what put Mercury out of business, even though it was, like, 20 years before it went out of business. <laughs> oh, I mean, it was my mom's old car, and uh, my dad kind of just gave it to me, even though I didn't want a car at all. I think my mom's 4Runner is probably faster than that thing on the canyons. Yeah, probably, most likely. Like I said, uh, that thing was a piece of shit. I spun out twice in that thing. One time, I was going on a off-ramp. I think it was going, like, 20, 25 miles per hour. And this was back in Florida, and you know, Florida, it rains a lot. So just going off the off-ramp like I normally do, I guess it was damp. The road was kind of damp because they usually are. I just kind of like literally did a three, like 270. And I kind of, 
backed into the grass in the off ramp to let cars behind me pass and just went back and forward. What's have happened to Westlake tires? <laughs> yeah, Westlake tire. I spun out with my Westlake tires, but I stayed on the road and I just kept. I didn't and it wasn't it. the tires' fault. <laughs> no, no. Was, like like this case it was obviously the tires' fault. But it was obviously spun out. It was his. Fault. It was honestly driver error. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I honestly yeah. would not argue. It probably yeah. could yeah. be tires' fault because you know, I think I was like seventeen at the time. I knew shit all about cars I didn't give a shit about cars and in fact back then uh, I thought driving was actually more of a chore than anything else I kind of hated it driving is a chore in traffic oh yeah I, I grew up in like uh, if you're from Florida if you've ever been on the I-4 you know exactly what I'm talking about between Orlando and Tampa it's just a complete shit show it's one of the most dangerous roads in the country too. it is, it is yeah, literally got, one of the most dangerous roads <laughs> yeah, you got alligators, you got drunk drivers. You got yeah, yeah, you got humans. alligators and, like, people on PCP and humans. shit. Yeah. Alligators on PCP. Yeah, it's just crazy. Right. Especially right. now, uh, right now at this moment, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's still going on right now, but I, I visited Florida a couple months back, and uh, the I-4 there was under construction. It is, like, the most terrifying part it, road I ever been on. Like, more terrifying than, like, any off-road uh, truck trail I ever been in on mountains because it's so bumpy. The car, I definitely had to pay attention to steering. I was driving a Kia Soul at the time. I had to pay attention to steering because it would literally jerk around a bit because the, you know, the road asphalt was so badly My paved. <laughs> caster. <laughs> yes. But, uh, no, getting back to the point of automatic and uh, manuals and all that, um... I totally understand uh, your perspective with the automatics and how it feels more natural to you. Uh, manual is just more fun. Yeah, manuals. Uh, oh, I already agree with you there. Thing is, I've been driving manuals for so long that I no longer even think about even shifting. I yeah. It, yeah. I haven't been driving it that long. You know, I I learned manual pretty much when I got my license a couple years ago, but. In an S2000, by the way. S2000 is great cars. We saw it crashing up. <laughs> but I just find myself randomly shifting where I shouldn't need to be. See, I'm not at that stage yet. Yeah. Like, I don't even think I'm like, why did I just downshift there? I'm on the fucking freeway. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, Once you get to that stage, like that line of thinking, it's just kind of, you don't even think about shifting anymore. Like, when I'm on the freeway, on I just go up to six and I don't even realize I'm like shifting up. On the canyons, I definitely do pay attention more when I'm shifting, because, you know, if, if... If it's a road that I've driven a lot, I don't really think about it, but if it's a new road, I usually think about it, because you have to think about, like, what gear you want to be in for corners, and you don't know what type of corner it is. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, yeah, actually, I kind of feel the same thing. Uh, I feel that way with my home course, a Little Tonga. Like, if Little Tonga is both up and downhill, so you do have to do a lot of shifting to... You know get get optimal power through it but if you're like completely doing downhill or completely doing uphill then uh it can be i guess a little bit more automatic because you already know what you need from your car and keep in mind um with every car like transmission shifting is a lot different like with for example my sonic it had uh much taller gears it was six speed sonic that has much taller gears compared to my six speed miata right now which has actually incredibly short gears, actually shorter gears than the five speed, like the six, the six lot and the six speed. What RPM are you cruising now on the freeway at what? 70? What was it? What, what, what RPM are you at at 70 on the 
Uh, at I don't know at seventy because I usually cruise at eighty, but what are you, what are you at? uh, thirty eight hundred. Thirty eight hundred. Thirty eight hundred six in the sixth gear. On seventy. On eighty fifth? miles per hour. Eighty. When I'm going seventy in my fifth gear. I'm at four k RPMs. Four. <laughs> wow. Oh, so actually the fifth, the five speed, I guess, is actually worse than the six speed. No, it depends on you what if you have yeah also yeah ratio did. i think you have a really fucking high ratio I yeah the australian one or whatever. 24 at, australian, but, uh, 24 at 80 is right about what 2800 if i it was really comfy uh, yeah uh if i remember cl- correctly you can fact check me on this i think the mb2 or the mb miata uh, lsd diff uh, ratio is like 3.9 or something it was 3.9 to 1 that's pretty high yeah, uh, so, yeah, definitely the, uh, the differential gearing definitely affects that, but I heard, thing is, the thing I read about that with the 6 and 5-speed, that's only with MBs. I don't know uh, how it compares to NAs. I know that the final gear on the 5th and 6th, the same uh, diff is not that much different at all. Okay. It's pretty much the same. It's just an extra gear for, uh, I think it's in between, like, 2nd and 3rd or some shit. Okay. I have a couple, uh, I have a question and a comment. Comment yeah. is, so on a, the thing with automatics on the canyons that's the real problem is they destroy themselves under performance driving. If you have a slush box instead of like a DCT, I mean, some DCTs are good, others are terrible, but canyon driving doesn't really affect that. Like slush boxes though, they'll destroy their bands, they'll they'll fill the, the pan with metal filings. Like my, my Crown Victoria in 475, it's a four-speed slush box. It has a service interval of 20,000 miles for the transmission fluid. I pulled the pan after 20,000 miles with a new transmission, and there's metal shavings everywhere. Like, whole, like the magnet's covered in metal shavings. The thing's, are, the thing's gonna destroy itself. I mean, it's simple as that. Even if you leave it in gear. Like, dual clutch transmissions, if you have to have an automatic, that's what you want for the canyons. Can you even really consider DCT automatic? I mean, it is definitely an automatic. It, it, it's automatic. It's, it's automatic. It has the construction of a manual. I kids are automatic because you don't manually shift a gear unless you have no paddles or whatever, but most of them do it automatically. It's built mostly like I, a manual. I think automatic, I think like, you know, hydraulic fluids and stuff and that weird Well, that's, that's one way of looking at it. Shit. Yeah, I mean, to me, uh, manual. It's kind of in the middle. Yeah, to me, manual is just actually physically, you know, shifting gears yourself. Anyone that says DCT, like a good DCT is slower than... Like, he's wrong. Yeah, he's wrong. Like, if you like, man, I just get so much fuel with my fucking manual. You're like, yeah, you get that feel, but you're not actually going faster. Yeah. In terms of driving, the DCT is an automatic, but in terms of construction, it's a manual. Yeah, um, honestly, um, manuals are great because they're strong, sturdy, and they're really hard to break unless you're, like, you know, grinding gears constantly. Depends on the car. Yeah, it d- also depends on who makes the transmission, but they're usually a lot more sturdy. Now, DCT, yes, they will definitely outperform any manual transmission driver, although I don't know about sequential transmissions. I don't know if they're... Sequentials are, like... Sequentials are superior, but they're also extremely expensive. Yeah, they're extremely like uh, like ten thousand like minimum mm-hmm. to. Yeah, five. Five. Question. Yeah. What's that? For Derek specifically, have you ever owned a five-speed manual? Yeah. So, which do you prefer, five-speed or six-speed? Um, tell you the truth, um, I could go either way, but I think I would prefer the six-speed. Only because right now I'm driving a six-speed Miata with actually really good gearing for the canyons and no, well, driving in general. But uh, when I used to drive, uh, 
I had uh, two cars that were five speeds. I had a Ford Escort that was 98 and a 2001 a Suzuki uh, Vitara, one of those little Vitara, not the Grand Vitara. Both of those were the five speeds. Nice. And um, I drove those for basically most or majority of my time driving. And I enjoyed this for a while until I got to the Sonic. That had a six-speed into it. Of course, it took me a little bit of adjustment because uh, when I for the first few months or so, I just kept driving on the freeway in fifth gear, even though it That's had retarded, bro. Yeah, I know because I, I I wasn't used to sixth gear. We're bad sense. But also, uh, you know, it's LA driving as well. If you ever been on LA freeway, it's kind of hard to you know get into cruising speed. You know, a really good way to always shift in the sixth gear is have a passenger in your car. That yells at you and said, "It's not a fucking automatic. Put it into six, and you'll you'll remember that that six gears there." Uh, that's kind of retarded, but uh, no. Uh, to me, um, I think it really depends on the gearing of the transmission itself. For an economy car, for a cano box, um, fifth or sixth speed, I don't think it really care matters in that sense. As far as for a actual driving car, I think I definitely do prefer the six speed more. It depends on the engine. Yeah, it also depends. If I could have a big ass V8 and four speed, I would do that. That's not possible. Four speeds are kind of like, you're just got four speeds, right? With a four speed, you don't even have to consider the possibility in your head that you can miss shift it. Dude, fuck it. How do you misshift a four speed? <laughs> Dumbass. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> You're dumb How do you fuck up sh- misshifting as fifth five speed? Because there's more. It's one more. Okay. Look, there's four cardinal directions. Oh right? no! I accidentally put it in the second. Better put the clutch back in. Put it in fourth. <laughs> Okay, uh, uh, I, uh, okay. When I first switched between my Sonic and my Miata, since they were both six speed, they had different uh, shifting patterns because the reverse on a Sonic was on oh. the left side. And the Miata is all the way to the right side. And with a Sonic as well, it had a gate on it. So there was like a little thing you pull on the stick itself. If you ever drive a modern car with speed, you know what I'm talking about. That you can, you have to pull on to actually get in a reverse. So I had zero fear of accidentally reversing. I never had that fear ever. Until I got that six speed. But with a Sonic, oh, it had a gate. I can never ever get into reverse no matter what, especially since it's on the left side. But when I got to my Miata, it's on the right side, no, on the very right down shift. Right down, very right down. So in that sense, uh, for a first few months on my Miata, I did have a slight fear of accidentally going from fifth to reverse. Yeah, but it, it's, just, it's just not even possible. I mean, yeah, it's not. It's, 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 I know. It's, it's not it's, actually possible. If you try to jam it into reverse when It'll you're like... Mind. And it won't go in. Yeah, it won't no go in. physical way it could ever go in. Yeah. But yeah. Any, it's the same way with, you know, when you're in fifth and you try to get in the second. You really have to be fucking trying to Yeah, when it. you're in fifth and you try to go in the second naturally. Well, yeah. when you're in fifth and you're downshifting into fourth and you put in the second by accident, since that seems to be your fear, it's really hard to do that. My, yeah. shift, my, shift, my fear is not from going to fifth to second. It's from going to... When I'm in third gear, I have a fear of shifting into second instead of fourth. And that won't kill your car. Unless I'm redlining. It won't go in the... Yeah, going from second to fourth uh, would never ever like. No, no, no. going from third to second instead of when I'm trying to go to fourth. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Um, Second when you're 
trying to go forward. Unless, unless you're like red, like bouncing off the red line on the third gear, it wouldn't really and that's do what I'm no, scared of doing it. No, even if you're bouncing off red line, it shouldn't go in that easily. It's, the you're RPM right, still needs to be pretty well, close. Also, another thing to keep in mind so is that's only possible with a more modern gearbox. You like, really need to just let the gear shift. Yeah, with gearboxes like older ones, I believe, like, some like early 80s and like older than that they didn't have that limiter or like that thing that prevents you from shifting yeah guess when my car was made 1982 <laughs> I'm gonna drive that car later and I'm gonna prove to you that it's gonna be fucking hard if you're fucking if you're <laughs> anything in that car I'm gonna fucking choke you I'm gonna try I'm gonna I can, I can I'm easily gonna... kill you Travis <laughs> yeah I want you to drive in your car, so you're going to crash the car while I'm at it. Yeah, you'll crash the car by shifting in a second on the freeway. <laughs> it won't happen because that's nearly impossible. You really have to be trying. I, I have to say, yeah, okay. you really <laughs> have to not fucking trying. tried, buddy. Well, I'm not going to try because it won't happen because it's literally almost impossible. Okay. Let me pour you some more. <laughs> if you want to see me drunk so you can drive my car. This is, uh, also this podcast is sponsored by Tequila, specifically, um, let's see here. Tequila Blanco. Here, have some honey. 100 onions. Yeah, put more honey. Tequila. Yeah. yeah, put more honey into that. <laughs> How about some chicken broth? <laughs> that sounds pretty good, actually. Some garlic and chicken broth. <laughs> um, where were we? Uh, transmissions or shifting or something, but... um. I, I think we've talked about that a lot. Um, <laughs> That's pretty on top. Well, actually, moving on from transmissions, uh... With the, the new Porsche Taycan, uh, the EV, you know, supposed to compete against the Tesla Roadster, the newer one, not the old one. Wait for the EVs to evolve, evolve into Vaporeon. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, with the new uh, Porsche, uh, apparently they actually have a two-speed transmission on their electric motors, which yep. is actually uh, no the newest thing for a production EV car. And that's actually a pretty big deal for, because if you don't know, Every other EV out there, electric vehicle out there, uses a single transmission, usually like a CVT or something? Or single speed. Single no, s- not even CVT. Not even? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's usually like a, some kind of sing- uh, single speed thing. And that's uh, just the way the uh, electric motors work because, you know, they give instant torque and all that. And all. But with this, Porsche apparently claims with the two-speed that does two things. First off, uh, it actually improves their acceleration time. You know that apparently with the new Taycan uh, with the Turbo S or the Turbo 2 or the, the Super Turbo. I know they have the Turbo and the Turbo something else. There's a Turbo and a Turbo S. Yeah, I guess as, as the Turbo S is one. Which talking. is funny because neither of them have a Turbo. Yeah, exactly. They're electric vehicles, but they don't have turbos in them. But um, apparently it does a, two point, uh, does a 0 to 60 in 2.6 seconds. And you can do it multiple times, up to 10 times back-to-back without any problems, which is, as, again, listeners, as you may or may not know, electric vehicles, they tend, their batteries tend to overheat after a single time, doing an unlimited run or a ungoverned run, so to say. It would be interesting if we could, uh, the Tesla can hold up on the Nürburgring. It won't. It won't. But, you know. I think. But, yeah. Uh, I, I think, I, I don't think... Fucking, you should have said what you said. Porsche's yeah. claims are pretty much, I mean, they're what they are. The the two speed transmission it gives it um, better so called fuel economy and it should help acceleration as a normal transmission does. I mean that's the purpose of a transmission. Yeah. But uh, most EVs are di- uh, direct to drive 
because you know here's the thing: most electric motors can rev up to around twenty thousand RPM. So at that point, you don't really need a gearbox to get to these really high speeds. But and, and so they, they didn't include one in most of these cars. And one of the reasons for that is since EVs do have instant torque, they have no torque curve. It's just if it makes four hundred torque, it's making that going three miles per hour or hundred miles per hour. Yeah. So most stuff cannot take that kind of torque barely moving. It'll shear the teeth off. Mm -hmm. So you have to make a, a purpose-built, extremely heavy-duty transmission for this. And that's why these two-speeds are such a big deal. Like two-speed, oh, there's 50s technology. But with this, it's actually something really advanced. Yeah, I mean, it, again, this is the, the only production car, at least right now, or EV car that is that will have a two-speed transmission for the electric uh, EV vehicles, and again, like Nero just explained, it's because we, with electrical motor motors, they don't really need to have no shifts or transmission to deliver power in different gears because they don't need that kind of gearing because of their, well, they don't have a torque dip. It's basically all torque all the time. Thing is, uh, actually, it reminds me of a, a Honda hybrid that actually did have a, tr uh, a manual transmission. I think it was a CR or CV CRZ. CRZ. Yeah, CRZ. That's Didn't it. Did the Insight have one as well? The original Insight. I'm not sure about the Insight. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I thought a lot of them are actually. I don't think they made very many. Yeah, I think Honda's hybrids were manual. No, I thought the only the CRZ was higher. Uh, with the manual with hybrid. I'm not I'm not completely sure but the insight was def there's definitely manual insights and I think quite a few of my Yeah, well if there is, I remember reading up uh with these uh manual hybrids so to say, they actually get the worst fuel economy compared to actual just automatic hybrids. You know, the insight was pretty really technology. Yeah, that's true. It's kinda of up there with the first Still gets like fifty miles per gallon. Yeah. Yeah. Well so there's a the first gen Insight is better than the first first gen Prius. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Insight looks good. I uh, I definitely love those uh, first gen Insights with uh, the back wheels with a cover over them to kind of make it look a little bit futuristic. How can you deal with the fitment, dude? <laughs> <laughs> dude fitment. I, oh, I think covered. Really you gotta get a wide body kit. <laughs> it's just the cover, but popped out more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that'll be pretty great. I like, get fat tires on the inside and just get the white body kit for it. You have like four horsepower, though, so it's like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. Four horsepower feels like a lot when you got, you know, Imagine one, five things, tires on it. What if those things were rear wheel drive? It'd be such a nice car. That would be nice. Yeah, Matt, yeah I mean, uh, a rear wheel drive hybrid car, that I would know see that as a possibility in the sports market. In fact, some of the supercars uh, manufacturers are starting to do that, right? I know, uh, I think uh, Bugatti and Picani are also, two of them are doing that. Of course, uh, Lambo and uh, Ferrari, I think they're also making a, uh, or developing a hybrid version of their supercars. If I was Toyota, actually, I would just take the Prius drive train, slap a differential on the transaxle, and make it rear-wheel drive. Yeah. Like, Prius... Rear-wheel drive roadster. That'd be all right. Yeah, that would totally be awesome. I mean, I think with some of these car manufacturers, they definitely should try to appeal to the people who definitely want to actually drive fast because there's only really two people on the road right now. People who enjoy driving and people who don't. 
And those who enjoy it want to go fast, and the people who don't don't want to go fast. And cops. cops. Oh, yeah. And there's also those fucking cops there, you know, pulling us over just to having a little bit of fun. But anyway. Cops love driving. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. Like, why else would they be cops? Yeah, I mean, why else would you become a cop in L.A. unless you want... Cop chases. Yeah, yeah, cop chases. (laughs) I'd love to... That's like... That'd be a bucket list thing for me. It's like, chase someone in a police car. Oh, I mean, to me, it's... pretty close. I mean... Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) With your crown pick, but to me, it's actually the other way around. I always want to be in police chase and actually be the one being chased and somehow get away. Well, uh... I, I, I would have been able to get away from my accidental police chase if I didn't get cupped by a flagger. <laughs> That's true, yes. Uh, yeah, I if I knew, if I fucking knew, if I knew he was actually fucking behind me, I could have just driven right through because there wasn't even anything in the way. Yeah, I know, right? The, well, it's a good thing that was, the whole thing was dropped anyway because it's all bullshit from the beginning. I would have won if they took it to court. Yeah, you definitely would have won uh, with that. But anyway, so... With uh, the transmission and electric vehicles, and actually, I believe with hybrid vehicles, they actually could be a possibility, at least in a sporty way. But with the economy sense, I know that they don't get as good a fuel economy as those automatic ones. And I believe that's because of the electric motor itself or electric part of the hybrid. Yeah, the manual, I guess, maybe is additional drag on the drivetrain. Yeah. With the the manual, especially since uh, with newer transmissions, uh, no matter how much I love manuals, the newer transmissions are definitely getting better. Or, or no, getting better fuel economy. It used to be that though back in the early 2090s or anything older than that, if you want to save fuel, you drive a manual. But nowadays, it's kind of you have to drive a CVT, which honestly totally sucks on the canyons. Not really good, CVT's and he's better on the canyons than a slush box. Oh, I mean, in my personal opinion, CVTs are actually better than traditional automatics, but the dual clutch is far superior. Yeah, yeah the problem is with dual clutchers, most of them are kind of unreliable at the, this well, moment. Uh, the, the thing is, the ones in economy cars, yeah, they're definitely unreliable, but if you look at the get the big dogs who are, who are using DCTs. Like Porsche's PDK is extremely. Not only is the computer extremely advanced, it knows exactly what gear it's supposed to be in somehow. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even. You, you'll never encounter a time driving that car where it's like, oh, I wish it was in a different gear. Okay. But, um. But like those things don't have many issues. It's like the Ford shit that's having issues. <laughs> oh, Gosh, why does my twenty? Why does my fifteen grand car have so much problems with its dual clutch? <laughs> yeah, you have to wonder why they put a dual clutch in the Focus when it could have just had a CVT. Yeah, I mean, even with the, I know Toyota made a Corolla with Corolla TRD that is, with a CVT in it instead of a dual clutch. You know, Gary used to drive. Uh, oh, I don't I haven't heard from him in forever, but you could have died and we wouldn't know. <laughs> Gary, if you're listening to this, come back to us. But otherwise, I don't know. I don't really care. He's too busy fucking people. <laughs> Super too busy getting his dick wet now yeah. after being so much of a virgin. But anyway, yeah, I mean, with those uh, transmissions, they, I think they definitely have potential in electric cars, especially in a sports sense. What Porsche is doing. Thing is, do you think Tesla is going to follow suit, or they're going to stick with their old tried and true, like with their no, I guess 
Lotus at least first roadster with a single transmission or what do you think they're exactly going to do just go for straight power ignoring the cooling for the battery and because I think that the roadster is going to have a transmission because they say it's going to go over 200 miles per hour top of speed if that's not just bullshit they have to have a transmission Mm -hmm. they have to I'm going to be really disappointed in Tesla if they don't actually advance their technology and they just, you know, I'm expecting are going to be stuck back. They better. A disappointment, to be honest. I mean, yeah, Tesla. Yeah, I mean. They kind of kickstart everything, but there's a lot. The there's thing really is with Tesla, only reason they can even exist right now is because, well, government subsidies. No, if you buy an electric car, this is actually ending soon right now, especially here in California. But if you buy like a full electric car, you get like seven grand back from the government so for example like a model three i don't know how much they cost i don't know yeah they're still super expensive but whatever that tag or price tag is on it just minus seven grand on it do you get that rebate from the government when you uh finance the vehicle i think um when you actually do your taxes like you say hey i bought a government uh, and then you get seven grand off your taxes or something let's go this way if you finance an electric car and you get that seven grand back just for financing it, you are setting yourself up. You're maybe making payments like 250, 300 a month max, but you just got seven grand. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, like how great is that? <laughs> no, the, the, the like, funny, what, what you the funny thing all about this easy. is that only, of course, the, the wealthy and well off people can buy or afford these electric cars. In so, real life, and like in reality, yeah, but that doesn't stop people in Hollywood who can't afford to fucking everything. In, yeah, to, 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 these people are too busy buying dog food for their fucking shit zoo for $110 a pound <laughs> to afford a car. Yeah, and you're around here in LA, it's definitely all image. Especially, you know, we seen or been to hard park meets, where it's literally just all about your image and what your car looks like. I spent ten grand on this fucking Lancer, twenty eleven CVT. So it's you know, five. Bro, this is a rally art, dude. It's not a regular Lancer, dude. Oh, I paid twenty over sticker for it. Oh yeah, check out my Supra Mark IV. It makes over. A Thousand horsepower. Dude, the two JZ can make almost a thousand horsepower, bro. Oh, I just put two turbos on it and completely <laughs> rebuilt the engine. With my performance forged parts, dude. But yeah, uh, especially I mean, LA has that mixture of different car cultures. No hard parkers, no us toge drivers, and of course there's the uh, the takeovers and street racers as well. I mean, they all. I don't know. I don't know if they all could collide. Oh, there's also those boomers with their old classic car meets. No, especially around here. If you're if you're in Burbank, have you ever been to Bob's Big Boys? They always have that oh, classic no. car Fucking meet. Fucking Bob's Big Boy. Bob's Big Boy. Yeah, every it's like McDonald's, but you have to wait for three hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean their burgers are no better than the McDonald's, but I guess they are. Well, yeah, the Big Boy is just a Big Mac. Dude. Yeah. You get fucking burgers and all your breakfast. I fucking dad got invited to like a Ferrari club meetup that his friend was hosting because he's a you know he's a boomer you know right? yeah so there's like thirty Ferraris there my dad comes up in his nine eleven and he's just like passing all of them during the day you know like on the straights and they all got mad at him and shit like they're doing like five miles per hour I mean yeah with those kind of car meets like 
even some of the ones that meet at the toge, like if it's like a day meet at the toge, you know you're gonna go slow. It's a cruise. Or someone's gonna go to jail. Or someone's going to jail. Or someone's going to crash. Here's the tip, guys. Don't go fucking faster in the day. Yeah, you'll get fucking rolled. How about you just you should go and cruise in an awesome BMW. You should cruise during the. I, I'm excited for uh, whatever the next main meet is because I want to cruise in that thing, and the new shocks should be in by then. I should have the new like red line in the transmission. Mm. We'll get the balaclavas in. Yeah, we'll get the balaclavas <laughs> with the Israel flags and My Little Pony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got to make sure you got to paint it uh, your favorite Little Pony their color. Slap the official group sticker on there. <laughs> Guilty by association. But the thing is, uh, with those uh, car, co- uh, no, car- any car meet really, is that you gotta really pay attention to who you're meeting with and what you're driving and really how fast you're going. Going back to the very beginning of this uh, podcast, like I said, uh, a night group meet, you know, you expect people to you know, go fast. And honestly, I kind of expect someone to crash at least once a month. Like the takeover guys, when they come to the canyons, they usually crash. Our group had eight months where there was no crashes, and then boom, 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 boom. You know? <laughs> GMR, GMR, GMR. Yeah, the, yeah. Malibu, GMR, 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 you know? It's like. Yeah, it's true, yeah. We had one at GMR, then Malibu, then GMR. It's like consistently within the past few months. We've had. So, who all has crashed at GMR lately? We had the Prelude, we had uh, Tyler, we had Link. I think we've had someone else. What did Link drive? Do we want, do we focus. Focus up. The Firebird was a while ago. So Firebird was a while ago. Yeah. No, but I think but all those those crashes we just said all happened within two months. Yeah, I think there's been another since. Like, another in those past months or so. Well, some, I think you're pretty on point. I think someone crashes that DMR at least once a day. Yeah, like, I don't know why Jan's towing doesn't have a guy just sitting at the bottom of the hill to be honest. <laughs> I don't know why it takes three hours for Jan's towing to get there. <laughs> yeah, like I'm almost like GMR meets someone. It, it's so common for someone to crash at GMR meets. It's it's almost not even fun anymore. Yeah, I mean. The yeah, f- our our drive was kind of short. We're supposed to I want to drive Crystal Lake. Lake. The thing is with GMR, it's so f- popular with people. I mean, I hear high scout high schoolers. No, no, there's Glendale. Was it Glendale High School or Glen Glendora? Glendora. High school, just right at the base of the GMR. I heard those kids tend to drive up there during lunch break or something. And like any like Friday or Saturday night, you go there, there will be ricers up there, or people doing burnout donuts on the saddle or whatever, or going down the backside or front side. That stereotypical Asian fuckboy in a Gallardo. <laughs> if you ever want to see how many actual fuckboys are at fucking GMR, have someone crash on the road. And then see how many people go by you really fucking fast, even if you turn the flag back. With Tyler, with Tyler's crash, we had flares, we had guys in reflective vests, we have traffic cones, we have, everyone has their hazards on, like 10 cars, except mine, because my, my relays are down on the BMW. But yeah. We had at least three and cars yet, that have really With people waving balls. them down, like, this is an obvious scene here. Fucking Honda Ricer is just flying through there, almost slamming into the crashed car. <laughs> we're in the we're in the way of traffic, I mean. And then they run over our flares. So they almost crash into us, then they run over the flare, like what the fuck? And like they get all angry. Yeah, they park on our flare. (laughs) And we're like, what the fuck? 
Then they come over. Everyone okay? They're like, yeah, we're okay. You're on our fucking flare, though. <laughs> I mean, it's your fucking tires. You're burning up, so. Well, I'm, I'm fucking. Oh, I don't need the fucking car on fire there, too. That'd be funny, dude. Be funny. <laughs> that would be kind of hilarious. But, uh, yeah, I mean, even with those car meets, uh, even meeting in the middle of the night or dead of night, if the road is popular enough, it will be, well, populated by ricers and other people who want to drive down there and GMR is a perfect example of that especially if you meet again on a Friday or Saturday night where everyone wants to go out and either go up to the mountains and fuck their girlfriend or something or go up there and uh, you know drive down the backside or drive up buy some coke Friday and Saturday are not the best nights to have a car meet on (laughs) on a popular road also another thing is all the GMR guys they like to hype the place up like you know we're out in Ventura County you know like West LA County we have other roads that we like to go on that don't really get the money drivers on them. Yeah. But the Inland Empire folks, they constantly talk about GMR like, this is the ultimate canyon, dude. This is the only thing that matters, dude. Uh. Yeah, I mean, right here in SoCal, it's basically either GMR or sometimes like ACH. Those are only two that people talk about. And ACH is not no even... No one runs ACE. Yeah, no one runs ACE, actually runs it because it's full of tourists and people camping and shit. Yeah, and like... ACH is super wide open, but I've never even once encountered someone who's as fast as me on it. Like, I've passed Focus RSs, G37s, Camaros, all yeah. the shit on the downhill Miatas. Especially, yeah, ACH is basically like super casual runtime thing. Unless you have the balls. Yeah. ACH is a, a balls road, and you have to have a fucking fast car that's steady at high speeds. Yeah, and also keep in mind that the uh, chip tends to hang out ACH alive because of you no know, people who drive the fuck over all over it. Not if, if you get fucked up by cops on ACH, you're definitely in a felony. <laughs> With speed. You're That's going, true. You're, you're probably, most, a lot of the road you're going over. But if, if you do know the area, I mean, if you know the area and <laughs> you can turn off or like turn around, like there, there's escape routes there. But yeah. With Tohunga, there's no escape routes. Yeah, Little Tonga, there's no escape routes. Uh, ACH does have uh, a, couple, a lot of adjacent roads there. That you can there's Aliso Canyon. Uh, fucking, I forget one of the roads' name. There's Angeles Forest Highway, Big Tonga. Yeah, bi- upper, upper Big, Big Tonga, Tonga, Big Tonga. Yeah. All those Mount Wilson. Well, I mean, Mount that's, Wilson. That's kind of a dead end, but you, you can still, still hide up there. Yeah, you can still hide up there. Especially since uh, Mount Wilson's a pretty crazy road if you've ever been up there. Especially since. um. I don't know. To me, Mount Wilson, I always feel slippery. I don't think I've done that. Hypothetically, if I was going up ACH and I got lit up, I'd probably gun it, turn left on Angeles Forest, and hop on the 138 flying eastwards fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, also, uh, like, uh, Angeles Forest and, like, Upper Big Tonga and Lower, like, I don't know. Are those adjacent uh, highways definitely allow for like a lot faster drive? They're not really technical. You can easily go like a hundred crew like easily without a fear of crashing or anything like that. Until you know, of course, you know, slow down for corners and stuff like that. But slow down for corners. Slow <laughs> down for corners. I thought you guys had Miatas. <laughs> imagine slowing down when you're bouncing off. Imagine, imagine slowing down when your car is bouncing up and down. Because <laughs> shocks are fucked. But, uh, yeah, with all those uh, different roads and different meets, definitely have to choose your time and when to actually go up there and drive. Mm-hmm. But, um, honestly, I don't even know where I was going with this. But well, uh, Where you were going with that is Malibu is actually the best place to fucking drive. You can forget about ACH. GMR is good to visit once a month, but... 
Yeah. There's a meet there more than once a month that I would go. The cops in Malibu, they don't even try because there's so... They know all the racer cars are faster than them. Yeah. And they know that there's so many places they could go that they'll never find them. The only way they'll fucking get you in Malibu is if a fucking Prius falls off the road and you're not going any fast, but you fucking screw your <laughs> tires and then they stand on the fucking road and pull you over for no fucking yeah, reason for be in, driving. They'll have to be in the street and, and flagging you down. In Minecraft, you know, I would have ran. <laughs> if he wasn't standing, if his Minecraft character wasn't standing in the road. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to oof him or something, you know? Like, no, I wouldn't want to oof him, but, you know, if he was standing... You should have a splash potion at him, you know? <laughs> I should have, I should have drank an invisibility potion. Yeah. And used the hammer. You, no one's even potion. driving that Miata, we can't pull it over. I mean, yeah, there was, there was, I mean, Southern Cali has a lot of beautiful and fun roads. Turnbull Canyon. Yeah, Turnbull Canyon. Turn, oh. Turnbull Canyon is a hidden gem. It's just so, it's so, it's not even a gem. Fucking rice was above there. But it's just so bad for big meats. Five, less than five cars at max. You can't yeah. have big meats. I mean, right. I even would argue like a little to hunger. Like, it really depends. Like, night is perfect. But even during the day, it's like really hit or miss when it comes to, you know, patrolling feds of some kind uh, looking after you but uh actually went over there a couple days ago just uh find a quiet place to do some writing and i didn't see a uh, see a single like lapd or forestry service like for the past like four hours uh, i was up uh, there at the saddle mm-hmm. but again that was a saturday afternoon and i was actually kind of surprised because i expected to see a lot more people coming through which didn't happen at all but like i said that place is hit or miss uh with really any of these places uh surely be hitting them at night that's no questions going at night yeah. but but let's go ahead and wrap things up for night for our sponsors Wait, we're at an hour already yeah or the fuck did that even happen yeah because we talked about fucking automatic transmissions for about 40 minutes <laughs> oh, we're supposed to talk about like uh Electric F-150 or like... Yeah, those are coming out, guys. Look forward to them. Uh, They're going to be probably okay. At least we have more topics for next week. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. But, uh, oh yeah, guys, uh, best toge car, Ford F-150 electric vehicle coming out in 2021. Look out for that. Cyberpunk 2021, baby. Uh, Westlake is the official tire of Cyberpunk 2020. Westlake is the official tire of the California Toge podcast and uh, the CHP. Please yep. actually sponsor us. Yeah, please sponsor us. Yes, uh, please sponsor us. Send us, you know, some fresh tires, some fresh Thai curry. Oh, please we make like lady boys. Over like, here please, right please make performance tires like 200 driver and 14. I, I guarantee you'll sell a bunch. 13 too for you. That's true. If Federal can do it with their shit product, then, then anyone can. You calling Wesley a shit? If Federal can do it with their shit product, then anyone yeah, can. Yeah, a good brand could. Yeah, like yeah. so please. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll also respond by. Um, Postmates. Sponsored by Postmates. I mean, not really. Fuck them. Rotella. <laughs> they don't pay me enough Shell, to even Rotella, work for them. T6, diesel oil, put yeah. it We're sponsored by BMW Smoke. Um, <laughs> Great BMW replacement Smoke. Replacement BMW Smoke. Both in the E36 and the E24, BMW Smoke gives you nice cancer, gives you superpowers before you die. Well, the E24 Smoke at least isn't like... I think the E36 is fucked. The E24 is clearly in good shape. The 24 is fixing its smoking problem. Like, like, it's the, the E24 is you can tell Travis it's at full power that's the thing it's only that, that's not a characteristic of bad compression like it, if it didn't have all 188 it would not be pulling like that up the hill 
Like, you didn't get to go on that run where I went second gear all the way up with Han, where I boiled my gas. That's a fun thing about that car. It boils the gas because the exhaust pipe is too close to the tank. At least it looks cool. But it's it's a good car, and, you know, fuck it. If I can't get it smogged, I mean, I'm moving to Nevada eventually. You know, don't have to smog there if you have a classic. Anyway. What classic was the classic in Nevada? Uh, 25 years old or older. That's it? Yeah, so the TI I could have registered as a classic. Amazing. That's pretty cool. Do you have a mileage limit? No. That's awesome. Also sponsored by uh, yes. Ridge Racer Discord. 5,000 a year. Thank you, Ridge Racer Discord, for, um, I don't know, doing Discordy things. Anyway, the tune is uh, for next week. Again, uh, we're being really regular about this. Please uh, subscribe, share, do whatever. But uh, see you next week. Show it to your mom. Show it to your mom. the next crash. Yeah. Show it to your mom. Show it to your dad. Show it to your grandma. Show it to your three year old. Uh, Please Google. Yeah. AdSense. Yeah, please Google. Please give me AdSense. Show it to your social justice warrior sister. Yeah, you know, search your SAW sister who's currently in university and college and show taking. Show it to your dog. Show it to your, yeah, show it to your dog. You know, yeah, he's a good boy. Oh, yes. I also wanted you to give, uh, give a shout out to our poor boy Liam out there in Somalia raising a pit bull farm, trying to make some money out there. Yeah. But uh, we ha- all of our hearts all and hopes are towards him, and we give him all of our blessings. He's got a toilet in his basement, and there's a Komodo dragon attacking it. Yeah, I, yeah, it's. You should see the videos, dude. It's crazy, you know. He does have a bathroom, but there is a Komodo dragon haunting it. Yeah. But anyway, tune us in for next week. Catch you guys later. Good night. Good night.